we can we can do this let's do this so it's my birthday podcast and happy birthday let me be the first to say happy birthday <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you and i i just want to do this um so while i was preparing to ensure that i didn't even prepare for this and i did not i don't know what we are going to talk about i just know we are just going to just and we'll just talk and hopefully we'll take it over and have something to say to these people and if fact that we tried this for almost 50 minutes with the devil trying to stop us it means that there's so many things that people are supposed to learn from this and he doesn't want them to learn so have my mentor here and name is dr bimbola orelua no sorry sorry that was I just assume it's Abi Bolore. Abi Bolore. Abi Bolore. I know well. I did not make any mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sabi, but do you know that we actually became close after your birthday? Yeah. One I I I, I, rem- I remember the message you sent to me and I think it was I think it was my thirtieth birthday. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, how many years ago is that? Uh, five years Seven. ago. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I remember that was when we became close, and then you message you. I think afterwards, I think it took you a while to respond to my message, and then you said something about discipling me. I don't know if that's how it went, but I think that's what happened. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm sure I must have said something like that because. At that point, discipleship was a big thing in one of in the church I was attending. So, it makes sense for me to accept that at that point. I'm sure yeah, I said. Yeah. I did not understand what it entailed, and I was just like, I mean, I didn't want to be like, ah. hey, what <laughs> disciple. You get. <laughs> so, but then I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And it required so a level of transparency and vulnerability. I do you remember? Do you remember one time when I don't know we're chatting one night? I remember I was in I can't remember what level I was then, but we're just talking one night, and you're like, "No, I said, Stephen, but there's something I want to tell you." Do you remember what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I do, I think so. I think yeah. So. Um, there's some. I think then you were thinking I was one good girl like that. You were, you know, entrusting me with things. You were saying all the nice things to me. All the old discipleship. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I said, Ah, sorry, but there's something I need to tell you. And you're like, Okay. And I'm like, I'm so scared to tell you. And then you're like, The first thing you said, did you kill someone? I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I was like, no, it's not that bad. Like, okay, if you did not kill someone, then just, just talk. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was something crazy too that you said, one extreme thingy. And I was like, no, no, it's not that bad. And like, then talk. <laughs> and then I said, uh, something about uh, that. 
I've had sex or something. I think yeah. that's what I said. Yes. Yeah. And like said it, have you died? I'm like, <laughs> I remember <laughs> this conversation. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, so yes, I mean basically I just want to talk about discipleship, how it has been for you. Then I'll talk about how it and maybe we'll just move from there okay okay i think it's a good it's a good place to start um i'm sure that time when i spoke about the discipleship well let's start from when i got that message i got it from the groups like i wasn't expecting it but i accepted and i embraced it because that was what we were learning in church at that time and so i felt okay let's see how this goes not like i knew what i was going to do or not like i knew what i was doing so to say and if you'd be honest i'm sure you you would agree with me that i wasn't entirely uh committed to the process if you yeah. understand what i mean there were times when i would go off and i wouldn't we wouldn't be in contact and you would be the one sending messages and saying hello I just thought I'm, I remember one day you sent a message and it was like you you were crying for me like uh-uh, you are meant to be the mentor the one checking on you what's, what's happening you know and I know I've um, apologized a couple of times like I know this is not what mentorship is meant to be like but but you know and it, it's a two way thing and that's one thing I'm grateful for for you because you're committed to the, you're committed to getting better, and so even when I wasn't consistent, even when I when I had my own issues and wasn't just co- consistent and committed to this process, you kept at it, and I think that's one of the most important things in mentorship and in discipleship. You have the teacher, you have the students, but if you have a teacher that's ready to give and you have a student that's not ready to learn then there wouldn't be passing of any virtue or any knowledge or any anything and if you have a student that's ready to learn and a teacher that's not willing to teach it's the same thing but in i think for both of us we've come to understand and realize that okay we're both learning and that's that's the truth we're both learning mentors learn from mentees mentees learn from mentors i know when this whole mentorship thing became a thingy became a vibe that everybody wanted to get into i'm not sure everybody knew what it entailed i'm not sure most people knew what it entailed but i'm just glad i'm glad for the fact that it's been like a typical relationship we've had our ups and downs but both of us have stayed committed to it and you know it's it's just like that for everything for every everything we find ourselves every phase of life we find ourselves there are times when you come up with a plan and it's going according to plan and then suddenly things happen and you're like hey where am i what's happening that's how disciple that's how our discipleship if 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 i am um, allowed to even call it that but that's mm-hmm. how it's been for both yeah. of us and 
it's just amazing that even out of the inconsistent inconsistent quote and unquote we still have both lengths we, we have both grown from mm-hmm. this relationship and I yeah it, it, it's been great really it, it's been a good one and the funny thing is that it seems like now that I'm away we seem to mm-hmm. be a bit more more consistent that's right even around yeah yeah that that's how it's been for me really and you know initially i i i felt like what do i have that i want to do that i'm mentoring someone you know there was that fear like you know this yoga thing um addict that says in you can't give what you don't have but at the same time while you're trying to get nutrients if you decide not to give then you become like the dead thing so if you get stuck on the fact that i don't know enough i don't have enough to teach someone or to pass on to someone you just become stagnant what you know you know but no one else knows and then instead of being a pipe that's giving that's that's flowing water from one person to the other instead of being a connection you become a dead the person becomes a dead pool the person becomes a bucket of water after a period of time you put bucket of water somewhere it starts getting microorganisms and getting stagnant and stinking and all that so even while we are trying to equip ourselves while we're trying to grow it's all right also to look for someone to pass on the the virtue and that's why i'm grateful for this podcast you always say it like it's not like i'm perfect i I like the name growing with tilda it shows that you are growing but while you're growing you you are willing to help others go to and it's a good thing it might look small now it might look like a, a year the Bible says not to despise on um, the days of little beginnings. It's it's an impressive, it's a bold step, Matilda. Not a lot of people would would say come and grow with me. A lot of people want to have grown and they want to look back and say, yeah, let me sit back and tell you how I grew. But you are willing to grow and help others see the process. It's a great thing you're doing. Well done. I'm, if I'm allowed, I'm proud. I'm, if I'm allowed to say this, I'm proud of you. Well done. I can hear myself. But okay, so for me, it's like like I said before, I wasn't sure what I was doing. I just was, you know, rolling with the. F- I didn't want to be disrespectful when you asked about the dis- discipleship thingy. That was the first time anyone would ask me something like that. That was the first time I would even hear about um, discipleship. I mean, I had been hearing it, but it never came to me. So, I mean, like I said before, the whole having to tell the truth, having to be a account- Can you still hear me, please? Yes, I can. Okay, having to someone was not or is not something I am. It's something I'm still learning. I'm I'm really learning how to better at that. And there was there's something I want to talk about. Yes, 
that was last year it was around this time last we had a conversation about um relationships i think i mentioned this to you recently and how i was like uh, i don't know i think i think i don't know you about kissing if it's all right to kiss it's not as if i had not kissed before <laughs> i was just yeah. trying to, you know i was just trying to have a conversation or i was trying to justify what i wanted to do with the person at the time and the thing you said that stuck with me that i would never ever forget i remember i had a conversation with a friend two weeks ago and i i was saying the exact same thing to the person I'm like oh okay now i sound like rainbow <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you said something about don't. I mean, if you don't want to swim, if you don't want to get wet, if you don't want to be um carried in the ocean, don't even play around the riverbank. Don't play around the shore because somehow, somehow the the the, the wave gets you, the water would get to you, and then it would get interesting. You'd you'd love the feel of the water, and then you start gravi- gravitating towards to. So that's to say that when you start to do those little th- or those things are supposed to be the little ones, the little things, then it becomes machine, then it becomes other things, and then it becomes the ultimate one. And yeah, I mean, just something I want to learn. I know that a lot of younger people, people in my age group, listen to this. Yeah, so I just want you to please pour out into all of this, my friends. <laughs> Um, okay, so you, you you basically summarized it and I, I remember that illustration. It's like, you know when you go to the beach and yeah. it's such a beautiful scenery. It, the beach is calming, the beach is beautiful. Yes, we all agree. And then you just want to feel it a bit more. So you're like, okay, let me dip my my foot into the sand, and ah, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's, it feels so good. And you're like, okay, let's just go a bit into to the shore, and the waves come, get to your face. Ah, good. Then it gets to your knee, and you're like, ah, oh, that was exciting. Before you know it, there's a very big one coming, and it covers your whole body, and you're like, ah. Oh. The adrenaline goes up and you know ah let's do it again let's do it again and if you've heard stories about people that have drowned in beaches that's how they start yeah mm-hmm. ah the, that one was was little they didn't drown me they didn't you know i survived it and they go deeper and deeper and deeper until something happened it's the same thing with kissing fondling romancing touching and sex Sex builds up. It starts from anticipation. It starts from, you know, the thoughts. And it's okay for the thoughts to come. We are human. Yeah, you're in a relationship with someone you have feelings for. Yes, you will think about it. You will think about how it feels. You will think about what you feel like. It's okay for those thoughts to come. But it's what you do with the thoughts that matter. So if the thoughts come and you're like, no, we've set the boundaries. We're not doing this and you kill the thought, it's fine. But we are like, okay, why not? Let's just kiss, let's just touch, let's just... It's like, okay, so the thought is putting your your legs into the sand, and then you decide to go ahead and go near the ocean. 
and then that's where the kissing starts. If you don't want to get wet when you're in the sea, when you're on the beach, don't go near the shop. Basically, stay in the what do they call those things? Stay under the shed. Don't <laughs> go near the shop. If you go near the shop, you will get wet. Mm, if you get like wet, that. there are chances. The chances that you will get drowned nearer the shore is higher than the chances that you get drowned when you are on the bench and that's just it kissing okay so today we kissed and that that was all it felt good the person that felt and you both agree that it felt good from kissing it will go to touching smooshing fingering all the i all the ing's before it, before it goes to sex and then once that is broken the first time what you do with that moment matters because one if it's done once the first time is a mistake but the the chances that it will happen again is higher so it's yeah. better to avoid it happening in the first place but if it does happen in the first place what do you do with it ah okay it is both of us being in the same room alone listening to Celine Dion or whoever is raining now whoever has the romantic songs now listening to them that is what that is what triggers the feeling and that is what let, um, let our guards down the first time the next time we are going to have a meeting we shall not have that meeting inside the house mm. we shall have the meeting in a romantic cozy restaurant where both of us cannot be unfortunate that we want to have sex on the table <laughs> in the restaurant it's as simple as that yeah. we set boundaries if we both know that ah, being at the back of sitting together um, at the at the back of uber is a trigger then Ogbeni mm. will sit in front lady will sit behind the, know the triggers set the boundaries and it is possible. I know everybody is saying it's not possible. I stand to tell you that it is possible. Have the discussion early and let the partner know that this is what we are going for. I'm not joking about it. We are both not joking about it. And then that's where values and things like that come into place. So if both of you um, if both of you agree that okay, in this relationship we're not going to have sex, we're going to honor God with our body and all that, then both of you have agreed, and then it's a standard. It's not that one person says, ah, it's not, it's not bad. One person says it's bad. That won't work. You can't be in a relationship with um, different values. So if you don't want to get wet, sit at the shed. Don't go to the seashore. Yeah, so I can imagine that some people are like, what's really the point of um, that? I mean, did not categorically say, not specifically say in the Bible that don't have sex. They just said, don't. I mean, I just said, so people will conjure different things. So, um, can you please help tell people, help explain why it's important to keep ourselves? Even if, and then some people would be like, oh, I've done it before. I don't know if God would still love me. I don't know if I can still do it. I mean, I can't be a virgin anymore. I mean, okay. I, I want 
fits in that category of people. Okay, so I'll start with the last category of people that you've said. It's like saying that um, first of all, there is nothing we can do that will make God stop loving you. It's clearly written in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8 towards the end. It says that what can separate us. In fact, the last few verses I think from verse 29 downwards or so. It says that what can separate us from the love of God? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So the fact that I have had sex before, the fact that I have killed someone, the fact that I have been unfaithful, there is nothing that you can do that will make Jesus not, that will make the sacrifice that Jesus has made not be, um, not be valid for you if you get what I mean. So it's it's a big lie. It's a lie, and it's a strategy of the devil to keep to keep people hooked, to keep people down, to keep them saying that thinking that God can't love me again. I'm bad. The 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 woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Jesus asked her after all her accusers had gone. So where are your accusers now? Jesus didn't ask what happened, how did it happen, what were you thinking? Mm -mm. Do you understand? So the love of God is that deep. It doesn't make sense, but the love of God is is nothing compared to the love of man. It's it's just what it is. He has chosen to love us. He has sent Christ to... If we decide not to take that love, it is at our own love, not his. He has done it. He has given us the gift. He is asking it in front of us, saying, "Receive this gift." And so that you've done something in the past doesn't mean that you cannot be accepted. You will not be accepted by God. No, it's life, the life of the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing we need to understand. The devil will keep coming and keep reminding you of the things you've done and then you remind him of the love of God. If if all you know is that chapter or is that verse that says that nothing can separate you, not not life, not death, not persecution, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Not what I've done, not what I will do. And so whenever the accuser comes, that's his name. He will keep accusing. Whenever he comes, you you remind him. He reminds you of what you've done. You remind him of what God has done. Right. That's 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 that that's for um, those sets of people. And then about people that say that God didn't outright say that um do not have sex. It's beyond okay. Before I go into what the Bible says about premarital sex, or if the Bible said anything about premarital sex or not, you know, there's the thing about both parties agreeing not to do something and sticking to it. Mm-hmm. It builds trust in the relationship. Apart from that, it builds the team spirit. Mm. If, if we both decided that we are not going to have sex and we held on to it, then there is nothing we can both decide to do that we won't be able to do. And we can tell ourselves that when, when it seems hard and, you know, for instance, okay, so we decided not to have sex before marriage and we did it. And then 
after marriage we decide to say start a business together and it's mm. you know it's getting hard and all bible says that when two or three are, no the bible says that um when when we when we agree on something our heavenly father also agrees with us that's my paraphrasing but when two people come together to say we will do this it's just like the tower of babel the bible god said that oh these people are determined and if they continue united they will get to heaven if they continue to build this tower and so if we had done it before in the past we can do it again that that that's one that's one side to it. It, it it builds it builds our trust in each other it builds the team spirit it helps us know that oh we can both this we can both do this thing yeah and then about marriage before um sex before marriage and all the bible says that marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure if i see my body as the temple of god I don't want anybody sharing that temple with him except my husband. It's mm-hmm. just that basic. It for me, it's just it's all it's it's that's just that's just it. It's 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 me honoring God with my body. It's me deciding, and it's the same thing about um, wearing things that show off our boobs, our cleavages, mm-hmm. uh, this trend of being naked. Because it seems that naked is the new sex thing, which I find very irritating. <laughs> but it's honoring God with our body. That it's just that I when I when I go through pages and I see naked babes, I'm like, Abba. and then I wonder to myself if I'm thinking like this, how are guys thinking? So it's more about a decision to honor God with our body just like you know there's controversy about height about giving you can give yeah. you can raise yeah. controversies about everything we decide to do as christian yeah. but at the end of the day it's about honor it's about honoring god beyond what we say honoring god with what we do honoring god with our life and then being examples to other believers because for all we know we are the Bible other people are reading. That's we are someone's right. standard. And the person thinks, ah, if Matilda is doing it, what's stopping me from doing it? And then um, Paul said in his, in, one, in his letters to the Romans that if what we, you will do will cause another person that Christ has died for to stumble, then you mm. shouldn't do it. So we should be considerate. Yes, we... We, we have liberty in Christ. We can do anything. God has forgiven us. God is a loving Father. But will your action cause someone else to fall? If your action will cause someone else to fall, then you are not being a good Christian brother or sister. And you are not being a good child to God. Thank you so much, Mama. So I, I just... Um, last week, I was... I watched um, Tim Ross's um youtube video it's actually one of these youtube shorts and it talked about the fact that there's nothing you can do to stop god from loving you 
that's a good news you you've killed someone he still died for you you don't know the bad things in this world is love and is is death and a sacrifice covers it now after you accepted the good news there is a bad news now it's your turn to die for him <laughs> it's your turn to die for him it's your turn to sacrifice for him it's your turn because no, we always feel like when you Everything becomes good, things become yeah. easy for you. You don't, all you just need to do is take a lack of bash and you're fine. <laughs> but you don't have to do is, you know, just say a few prayers. Yes, it works, but then it takes, you know, as God is doing his own work, you also need to do your own part. And what is required of you is to just die to your flesh and live for him, basically. And I feel like you said, if we as a way to honor God. So just I like I like telling myself see it as being in a relationship with somebody. When I'm in a relationship with someone that I really love, I don't want the person to get hurt. I don't want the person to get mad. I have to do everything to make sure the person is fine. So when we approach God that way, mm-hmm. all the to do is you know seek different ways to make sure god is happy and by so doing we don't we learn about him through his word we know what he wants and we don't do what he doesn't want us to do and thank you so much mama for doing this after so many attempts (laughs) thank you so much for having me thank you i totally enjoyed our conversation thank you so much and um it's your birthday on friday yes and I am. I, I don't know if I've met anyone as excited about their birthday as you. And the excitement is contagious. I know. But I pray for you. I first of all, I want to thank God for you, Tilda. I have an idea of where you're coming from. I have an idea of what you've gone through. I have an idea of the victories you've had, the battles you've had. I have a, a glimpse of it and I am just grateful to God for your victories, for your growth, for the times you've cried, for the times you thought you couldn't get through it and God showed up for you. I am thankful for your life. I, I am thankful for the desire, the passion He has given to you, which you sometimes you feel like, where is this coming from? I don't, it doesn't make sense. Why me? Why do I feel this way? But God has deposited something in you that you are fanning to flame. You are intentional about it. And I am grateful. I'm thankful that I am on this journey with you. I'm thankful that you are growing. I'm thankful that you 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 you, you are blossoming. You are not just growing, Matilda. And I pray for you this year, this new year that you are going into. God will always show up for you. The Bible says that you will hear a voice behind you telling you this is the way to walk. You will literally hear God speak to you. And you know, it will give you chills like, yeah, have I gotten to this level where I'm hearing God? But yes, and God will say, yes, I've got you, babe. Yes, and you're going to go more. You know, I, I, I pray for you that it will open doors that you cannot imagine. Hi. <laughs> you are not local, you are an international person. This podcast this this podcast has started small. But just continue what you're doing and you will be shocked at where you will go with this. 
I I pray that the be- the the best the, the desires of your heart according to His will, He will grant it to you. He will give it to you, and you will continue to grow in Him. He will give you the desires of your heart according to His will. That's my prayer for you this year. Thank, Thank you, Tilda, you. for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so Thank you, thank you. I don't even know how to end. What? <laughs> thank you. Let's guys. end with let, let's let's end with an happy birthday song. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I don't think we. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful night. I know you're having a great week. Um, you continue to have a great year. This will be your best. This will be your best year yet. You watch out. Thank you. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Thank you so much, Baba. All right. Bye. Yeah.